everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Our Golden Twenties. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tegan. And today we're going to talk all about how to crush the dating game, specifically on dating apps. I feel with Valentine's Day coming up, this is something that people are thinking about. And Mm -hmm. if it's maybe something they haven't historically thought of before or like, they're just newly single or just wanting to start to like date after like the craziness the pandemic has been. I feel yeah. like this is just a a timely discussion to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of miss the dating app boat, but I'm very passionate about swiping for other people. So mm. I have a lot of opinions. And there are people I follow on TikTok who their entire TikTok page is just them screen recording as they go through like Bumble and they'll be like, "Mm, that guy's ugly. No. And it's like the most entertainment. So yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah. I was like, I don't think Tegan's had to experience the world of dating apps before, which is very fortunate. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I was actually just having this conversation with a friend last weekend where she's a little bit older than I am and she's single. I'm single too. Tegan is married Mm. if you guys are new here. But me and this friend were talking about just dating and stuff. And she was like talking about how some of her friends are getting married, whatever. And I was like, people who are Mm. single still – or no, sorry, people who – are in relationships or have been in relationships for like a long time, they don't understand the hustle of dating apps. <laughs> and like yeah. dating is one thing, but then dating apps is a yeah. whole other thing. So mm-hmm. I feel it needs this podcast episode like exclusively talking about dating apps yeah. because they're just that that much to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. But before we get into that, Tag, do you want to tell our listeners if you have any Valentine's Day plans? And if so, what you're doing for Valentine's Day? Sure. So the weekend before, I'm going to be in New York City just for like a little vacay without my husband. But then I come back (laughs) Sunday night in the middle of the Super Bowl, which... The Super Bowl is also like the day before Valentine's as a heads up mm-hmm. to all the people yep. out there. So I come back. It's the Super Bowl. And then Valentine's Day is the Monday. So I think we're just going to try like a new restaurant we wanted to try out. It's called Marked. And it mm. looks cool. I've heard amazing <laughs> things. Yeah. I oh, hear the really? It's really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard of it. We were just like looking around on Instagram and stuff. And I was like, this place looks cool. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's good. I think, is it kind of pricey? I feel like I have no idea. Okay. I feel like my friend went and was like, it's good for like celebrating an occasion. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, perfect. So I think this will be good for Valentine's day. Yeah. And we're not doing like gifts or anything because like, I always find that Valentine's day is like too close to Christmas. Mm. And so we were like, what would we even get for each other outside of like chocolates, which we don't really want or like he could get. It's easier, I think, to shop for women because that's like flowers, jewelry, that kind of stuff. But it's like, what do you buy Mm -hmm. for a boy on Valentine's Day if they're not eating junk? Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. So then we're like, we'll just do dinner, not have to worry about gifts. And like we had talked about maybe splurging on something for our house, but we haven't come up with anything yet so 
Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, what is the gifting, like, not threshold, but, like, to me, Valentine's Day is more like, and I have never spent Valentine's Day in a relationship. So So this is just, like, I don't know where I got this from, but it's more like spending time together, maybe, versus, like, buying gifts. Like, I don't know. I feel like, or if you do gifts, then it's maybe, like, like medium smaller ticket items like you said like i feel like yeah. christmas or like you know these big like holidays yeah christmas and birthdays are the two yeah. big ones i think yeah, yeah. that's well and usually like for too. valentine's day our budget like isn't more than a hundred dollars which maybe okay. seems like a lot but actually isn't inflation people <laughs> nowadays yeah. like so true yeah I remember one Valentine's Day I was like I'm gonna buy Tyrell clothes and it was like that covered like two shirts at Urban Outfitters mm-hmm. so it's like not that yeah big but we always yeah. do dinner although normally yeah. it, like if we're really busy we won't actually do dinner on actual Valentine's Day because a lot of times it's a nightmare it's hard to get mm-hmm. a reservation a lot of times restaurants are only doing special menus that you have to pay a certain amount like we were looking at one restaurant and it was like we're doing like a chef's menu and it's 200 bucks a person and yeah. it's just like a lot for yeah. like a day so sometimes especially if it falls in like the middle of the week we'll be like okay the friday before or the friday after will be our valentine's day but yeah yeah it's nice yeah yeah awesome what about you yeah so I'm going to be doing a Galentine's brunch on the 13th, which is Galentine's, Palentine's Day. So I'm very excited about that. If you guys listen to our 2022 goals episode, Mm -hmm. I shared that I love to host people. And that's one of my goals for this year is just to make an effort to like host once a season minimum, but just host more. So I'm going to kick that off with a Galentine's brunch. So two of my friends are coming over. I'm so excited. I have like a menu planned. Mm. I have like to go. I'm going to go out this weekend and see what I can find. Well, I guess this is like we're film or filming, recording this a week ahead. Otherwise, it'd be the weekend of my brunch. But still, yeah, going to go out this weekend. Try and like look for some cute decor stuff. Mm. Get some like roses and stuff. Like I want to make it super cute. So I'm excited for that. And then I feel like. On actual Valentine's Day, I'll just do some sort of, like, self-love, like, act of self-love kind of thing. Like, maybe, like, a candlelit bubble bath or something like that. Mm. But, yeah, I feel like it'll be nice to see see some friends again. Yeah, I do feel like Valentine's Day is, like, one of the worst holidays. Because I just am not a a fan of February. So it's like even the thought of like, like we're getting a giant snowstorm this week in Toronto. And -hmm. it's like the thought that like, I'm going to have to get dressed up and leave my house in a snowstorm. Yeah. Just seems like a nightmare. Yeah. But it's like. But places are finally open. There's finally like, you can go out now in Ontario, like just in time for Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day, We couldn't. Yeah. Because I remember my mom like mailed us wine. Because she was like, happy first oh Valentine's goodness. Day as a married couple. Enjoy just sitting in your house like normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good one. Yeah, and I think, so. yeah, I think for a lot of people too, Valentine's Day, like people usually like hate it if they're single probably. Like it just right. is like a holiday to remind you of your singleness. But I'm like, 
honestly, whatever. Like, celebrate it with family. Who cares? Like, when I was a kid, my mom always got us, like, chocolates and, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Or when you're a kid and you, like, give a Valentine to everybody in your class and you just celebrate it with your friends. Like, bring that kind of energy back, you know? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm, like, comfortable being single. But I'm, like, it doesn't need to be, like, you're alone. You can't celebrate this holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I see a lot of people like outside of the Galentine's Day, like that's obviously a huge thing now. But I also see people, it's like a trend to send your mom flowers on Valentine's Day too. Honestly, I was thinking about that. Like (laughs) the weekend after I'm going to see my parents and I'm like, Mm. I think I'm maybe going to, my dad's not a big like chocolate person, but I was like, maybe I'll get them something sweet and get my mom Mm. flowers because... Like I said, they spent years, like, getting us something sweet where I was, like, yeah. it'd be nice to, like, return the favor. But, mm. yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I was also going to do a shameless plug for our social channels because mm. I just created a Valentine's Day board on Pinterest. So if you're just looking for some inspiration, that's where I'm getting all my Valentine's brunch inspiration. So if you're planning mm. something similar, head over to our Pinterest board. There's also, like – We have like a self-care board as well. So if you are just looking for something to do for yourself, lots of ideas there. And also follow us on Instagram. We will be posting some ideas this week for how to celebrate Galentine's, how to celebrate Valentine's by yourself. And last shameless plug before we get into the meaty part of the episode is to listen to last year's Valentine's Day episode as well. It was called Real Talk Romantic Date Night ideas and RuPaul or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. something, it's like one of our most listened to episodes, but I think we gave like some date night ideas that were mm-hmm. even COVID friendly. So definitely wanted to bring that up too, since we won't be diving too deep into those details today. Yeah. We have a couple, I think, episodes about like different aspects of dating. So mm-hmm. we can share those all out on the insta and then if you need your fix we got you listen to us (laughs) yeah we got you covered yeah amazing all right so shall we dive into talking about dating in general let's do it i'm ready yeah okay well i kind of wanted to start out with like a little pep talk i guess And this is partially inspired by, I think I mentioned that I had just read the book, You Are a Badass, and it's kind Mm -hmm. of like the book, The Secret. And so it's all about like manifestation and the universe rewarding you and that kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. she specifically talks about in the book, how like whatever your feelings are for something, that's how the universe rewards you. So if you feel bad, and like shitty and burnt out about say money, the universe is not going to reward you with money. And the same thing applies for dating. Whereas Mm -hmm. like dating should be fun. And Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of aspects of dating that like me as a married person, I'm like, Oh, like, remember all those moments, like a first date and that kind of stuff, like excited (laughs) butterflies, like these should be fun moments. But I feel Mm -hmm. like for a lot of people, it can feel like a chore or a job or an obligation. And then it's like, do you really think that you're going to find your soulmate by like lazily swiping through a hundred people on Bumble because you're like, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. So that's what's going to happen. 
Yeah. And like, that dating burnout is real when you're like, yeah. like I said, like dating apps is a hustle, like full-time job, yeah. literally. Like, <laughs> like, so that burnout does come around from time to time. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a very real thing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they're, people just put too much pressure on themselves and totally. for something that's supposed to be fun. So just like take a breath, have fun keep it low stakes. And then I feel like you'll be surprised by how rewarding it is when the only goal you have is to have fun. Totally. 100%. I feel like for me personally, like, I don't know, I'm okay on my own. You know what I mean? And I feel like Mm -hmm. there was one part that you were saying, Tag, where like the universe kind of like matches your energies or whatever. Like I know some people don't really believe in that but I also feel like you know the saying too where it's like if you keep being in toxic relationships it's because there's like something you need to learn and like if you're not learning it then the universe is going to keep like making you like putting that situation in front of you until you learn your lesson like I think that could also be part of it and I think there's also like limiting beliefs and this is something I'm like super interested in right now but Mm. just like limiting beliefs in general but I think there's part of that in dating too so for instance in my case just like my singleness and like independence Mm. is something that I've had part of my identity forever and it could be like blocking me being open to a relationship or something like that so Mm. just I don't know, that came to mind when you were talking. Yeah. But also on the dating burnout front, like Mm. you said, if you're just kind of like lazily swiping through things just to swipe, not because you're like excited about it or like actually, you know, putting energy in, then maybe just take a break. Like, yeah, you know, if it's two week break, just block your dating apps, like put restrictions mm-hmm. on them, delete them all together, whatever. And just like focus on you, do things that solely fill your cup. And maybe that's spending time with your friends. Maybe it's just taking two weeks to be like, you know, me time. And I've said this so many times before, but once you kind of start feeling better, you know, about yourself and you start mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, this is like so cliche, but I can't think of another way to say it. Once you start like filling your cup, then you're, and Mm -hmm. being like the better version of yourself, then you can go to those dates a little bit more, you know, energized. And then you're giving that date a fair chance since they're seeing the best version of you since you took time Mm -hmm. off to recharge and whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And I also like the idea of if you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling burnt out, reflecting on why you're on those dating apps. Why, like, what is the purpose of being there? Are you doing it because it's what you're supposed to do? Because people Mm -hmm. keep asking you, where's your boyfriend? And you have to Mm -hmm. say, oh, I'm single. You're bored. Like, those aren't really good reasons. Yeah. So it's like, of course, you're going to be feeling burnt out if you're doing these because your mom wants you to have a boyfriend. Like 100%. That's not going to be rewarding for you. Yep. It all comes down to your why 100%. And I think yeah. like, like you said, like lower the stakes of just my why is to have fun. My why yeah. a lot of the times for dates is to like explore the city and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and often that's fun. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. to like find a, somebody I can do the rest of my life with, because like I said, mm-hmm. like I'm okay doing things on my own. Like I don't feel like there's part of me missing that I'm like looking for. I'm just like, at this point, I just want to 
like meet people. I want to go yeah. to fancy restaurants. I want to try marked one day. Like, you know, like <laughs> I'll have a date. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good approach. I love that idea. Yeah. So do you have any tips for people who are on the dating app, swiping away, getting matches as far as like starting oh, yes. a conversation? 100%. So we have tips for starting a conversation and also mm-hmm a little bit of a dating profile checklist. And Mm -hmm. both are things I'm very excited to talk about. I think (laughs) tips for starting a conversation is where we can start. And I really feel like there's only one and only one rule, and that is to show your personality. And I feel like it's because there's just so many people on dating apps these days that there's so much like choice and it's easy to just be another profile you know when you said tag like they're just swiping through person Mm -hmm. after person so it's easy to kind of get like lost so to stand out my dating app I've said this before my dating app of choice is hinge and Mm -hmm. I haven't tried like too many other that's just like I prefer hinge over bumble kind of thing right but I think in on Hinge, even maybe on Bumble now, you can like match people based off their pictures, based off their mm-hmm. prompts and like different yeah. things on their profile. And you can also like comment something. It's not just like match. It's like yeah. you can start conversation. So I say, you know, like actually respond to one of their prompts on their profile or their mm-hmm. picture or something and make reference to something you read on their profile. So if it's one yeah. of their interests... For example, like on my profile, it's a lot of pictures I have from traveling. So I love when people are like, hey, this is cool. I've never, if it's like New York, I've never been to New York. Like where's yeah, your favorite yeah. spots to go or where's your favorite city you've ever visited? Something like that, just to like start the conversation off the hop, but also mm-hmm. to show that you took time to actually like look at their profile. I think that yeah. stands out too. You weren't just like judging a book off the first like picture kind of thing yeah like I feel like this kind of goes for setting up your own prompts as well as like responding to them but it's like say things that would actually make people want to have a conversation with you like if someone's asking if the prompt's asking or if someone's asking you like what's an unpopular opinion don't be like I like pineapple on pizza Oh my gosh. It's like, how do you respond to that you know what I mean like the worst bring some originality bring some personality And something that makes it easy for the other person to respond to. Because I guarantee if it's work, they'll just be like, nope, I'm going back to swiping. Yeah, 100%. And I think if their profile doesn't give you anything to like chat about, like you're not really seeing like initial like common ground, you could just ask like kind of random fun questions. And I feel like there's a few like safe ones, like what shows are you currently binging? Like, especially Mm -hmm. in lockdown and whatnot, everybody's got a TV show on the go. Yeah. Um, what's your go-to karaoke song that is extremely Mm -hmm. telling to somebody like me. (laughs) Yeah. First I'm like, we will do karaoke on a date. So just (laughs) let's get this out of the way now. Do you like karaoke? And second of all, what am I signing myself up for? could even be something a little bit more forward but like what would your perfect date be you know like Mm -hmm. or what's your ideal perfect date something like that or these could be good questions like once you do match these could be like great conversation starters to bring some life into your conversations yeah yeah stray away from saying like hey what's up hey what's up oh my god 
The worst. <laughs> literally the yeah. worst. The worst is when you've been texting somebody for like, I don't know, a week maybe, and then like you still haven't made plans to like meet up, but you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I know it's coming. But then it's just every day until it comes, it's that, hey, how's your day going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, yeah, what's up? Yeah. It's like, how many times Small do we talk. have this conversation? Yeah, yeah. And nothing has changed between, you know, yesterday yeah. and today. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's a safe bet to just like compliment them. Like if you're seeing somebody's picture, like mm-hmm. this is maybe mm-hmm. selfish, but like people will respond to my pictures and be like, you have such a nice smile. And I'm right. like, that's yeah. so nice. Like, yeah, it's not like creepy. Like, it's not like you're hot or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa, eyes emoji or like something like that. <laughs> like, it's like a respectful, meaningful compliment yeah. that it's like, that's so nice, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like everybody likes to be complimented. So give that a try if you don't feel comfortable asking a question. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And my last tip for starting a conversation, especially like in response to prompts, sometimes when I'm looking through somebody's profile, just something like, I don't know, kind of like jokey will come across my mind. Like if it's like sarcasm or like poking fun of them Mm -hmm. in like a lighthearted way. So sometimes, again, that might not even be like a question necessarily, but just like if something like quirky pops into your head, that's a little like on the humorous side, like feel free Mm -hmm. to like respond to somebody's prompt or picture with that. And I feel like it shouldn't be anything like too forced or cliche or cheesy unless that is your sense of humor. But I think that could be a really great way to stand out amongst everybody else on the app. Yeah, for sure. Humor is something I value. So if they like respond to that with something else funny, then I'm like, okay, you know, we can have a conversation like this person and I will get along or whatever. And if they don't respond at all or like don't match you, clearly they didn't appreciate your joke and that wouldn't have worked out in a relationship anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, this should all be like basically like sticking your toe in the water to see if it's like too hot or too cold. Like you're testing to seeing like the beginnings of compatibility. So you might as well like get as much information as you can at Mm -hmm. like by not saying like, Hey, because there's only limited responses there. Like you should be still trying to see it. Could this work out? Totally. Yeah. And I think like, yes, you're like looking for compatibility and stuff, but mm-hmm. also try not to come off too strong. Like that's something yeah, that. Don't be aggressive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel sometimes like even like what's your ideal date? Like that question could be like, you know, just like fun and like flirty, mm-hmm. but it could also come across as like, if that's your first question to them, it could be like, I don't know. Yeah, where a is this forward? going? When you yeah. can ask me on a date. like Exactly. Yeah. 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 So something to be mindful of. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, as far as standing out on the app, we have some kind of tips as far as like a dating profile, I guess, checklist. checklist. Yeah. And I know what like there include? are guides. Yeah. That are like your first picture should be this. Your second picture should be this. Which is intense, but... <laughs> that is intense. I don't know any of this, so maybe I'm not oh, qualified really? to I be giving this. Enlighten yeah. you. I mean... Yeah, sure. I think the first rule of thumb is pretty obvious. It's like your first picture should be a solo picture of you that's yes. clear, good quality. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's not like you have your ex cropped out. 
Yeah. Like it's just a or, nice picture of you. Yeah. Or a friend group shot. Yeah. Like no. we don't know which one you are. Like Exactly. No. And that no. always reads, I think, as trying to like hide or that you're like yeah. insecure in yourself. Yes. Like you're trying to be like swipe because it could be any one of these people. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So Just true. Don't do that. Lead with yourself. Yeah. The second picture, I think the rule. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to open the my unofficial rule should yeah. be something that shows more information about you. So this could be a group shot now that we've established <laughs> who you are, or it could be like you in a travel location, you with like a hobby or interest feature, you in a pet, something like that. Something that could be a conversation starter. Oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. So I just, I feel we're going to kind of bounce all over like our checklist, but I just Mm -hmm. opened my dating profile to like, see if I was following your rules so far. The first picture. Yes. 100%. It's just like clear picture of me by myself. No big deal. (laughs) The second picture is actually my most responded to picture. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is like sexist, but if you're trying to match with men, I highly recommend you put some sort of picture involving food on your profile. (laughs) Mm. And I say this out of experience, okay? My second picture, which you said should be more like telling. Mine is me holding a giant slice of pizza from Lamana's Bakery. Mm. And the the prompt slash caption is don't judge Mm. me. And I'm not kidding. This piece of pizza is literally probably the entire even bigger than like my entire torso. Like it's mm. one of those giant slices. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know if that, if that qualifies as like a more I telling so. picture. <laughs> yeah. Like but it's a conversation starter, right? Yes, like if someone 100%. doesn't want to just come out and be like, Hey, your smile's beautiful. You know what I mean? They can be like, yeah. Whoa, that's a giant Everybody's like, pizza. where did you get that? Did yes. you eat that all on your own? Like yeah. there's so many things that come from it. How, Oh my gosh, I know where this is from. How was yeah. it? things like that. Is it worth the hype? Like I get so many different things off that one picture. So that is my like hack. And for girls, again, I'm, I don't want this to be like stereotypical, like gender. So maybe it works the other way too. I just have experience Mm -hmm. like, you know, matching with men, but I feel like for me, if a guy has pictures of their pets on their profile, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a strategy, like my food yes, strategy as a woman. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, right? Definitely. Like, it's just, like you said, a conversation starter, but it also just like pulls that, like, I don't know, these like ingrained parts of our, of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely. So I think like first picture, just like clear one, sets the stage, yeah. Yeah. sets the tone. A good headshot, one, if you will. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. treating this like LinkedIn. So it's like your headshot yeah. off the front. <laughs> um, and then the second one's where you like reveal more about yourself. Yeah. Really like the second, third. I kind of feel like maybe this is stupid, but I kind of feel like you should have a shot that has like almost your full body in it. I don't know. I just feel like it might be a red flag if every picture is just yeah. like a close up of your face. So I feel yeah. like you could put that into like slot number four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I yeah. Going back to the friends thing for a second, I feel like we kind of mm-hmm. talked about this, but I feel like friend group shots are okay. Just not yeah. too many. Not of the them, first one. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
and also maybe like one or two out of like the yeah. four or five pictures you have you know what I mean yeah yeah so just something to especially be of. like if it's a nice picture of yourself like of course you want to yeah. use that you know what I mean it shows yeah. that you have friends and you like to have yes. fun and okay. go out you know I was gonna ask you is there a rule about that because I was I watching so. a YouTube video and this was a while ago and they were like reviewing each other's hinge profiles or maybe going the girl was just going through her own I don't even remember who was doing it and they're like you need to have some friend shots on there because mm. if you don't and they're all just you then you look extremely like self-centered and I looked oh. at my dating profile and they were all just pictures of me but I was like doing oh. other things or like yeah eating huge slices of pizza <laughs> No, <laughs> just kidding. I didn't have more than one pizza picture, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It showed like I had like one from Bali, one from New York, one from San yeah. Francisco where I was like, I'm going for the travel, you know, mm-hmm. look. And then I was like, do I look self-centered? So I text Teg and I don't know if you remember this tag and I had this picture of us. I was like, is it okay if I put this on my dating oh, profile? Because yeah. I want to show I, I have it. at least one friend. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about so, that. So, yeah, but I was like, is this a thing? Like, do I look like a huge loner because my friends don't make my dating profile? I wouldn't think that. Although maybe with no. men. I don't know. I'm trying to think if it was like a dude and then you're like, does this dude not have any friends? Like, that might be weird. But I think it would be weirder if it was just like pictures of you, like no hobbies, like selfies. no travel. Yeah. yeah. Like if it was just like four selfies. That yeah. might be weird. Okay. That's that that would make sense to me. Yeah. And like you said, like thinking on the other perspective, thing is I never match off friend pictures. Like it like I would never yeah. like that to match with somebody. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess I just never really thought friend pictures were important, but maybe subconsciously I do like register, oh yeah, they have a friend picture. Oh yeah, they're close mm. with their friends. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I just wanted to know if there was an official rule about that. (laughs) Not that I know of. I feel like this is the part where you should get your notebooks out and write this down. But it should go like nice, clean solo picture. Yep. Quirky picture that shows your personality. Mm -hmm. Group picture. Yeah. And then like fourth is wild card picture of your choice. Another group picture or like a full body or a picture of you and a pet or something. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. Yeah. I think outside of the pictures, the prompts are also important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a really great way to show your personality too. So just answer them as yourself. Like I feel like we said, you know, conversation starters to show personality. I feel like your profile, like the number one rule is just to be yourself because obviously you want to be putting your best foot forward and like being your true authentic self so you can find like a true authentic match for you yeah so like you said tag that means actually answer the prompt with something you come up with on your own like hinge for instance I think all of them have the prompt and then like an example answer and Mm -hmm. everybody knows what the example answers are because we all get the same things and yet people still use it on their profiles and you're like, seriously, like I'm putting effort in to answering my prompts. Can't you do the same? You know? Yeah. Or the amount of dudes who like will select a prompt and then they'll be like, I don't know. Like, it's like, do you not even know how to use this app? Like what's wrong with you? Like you pick the prompt. Why? Yeah. And now you just look like you have like 
zero interest, zero hobbies, like zero passions, no personality. Like, no, I'm not going to match with you off that. Like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I love the sharing of the Spotify stats. I don't know why. Mm. I just think that that's so cool and very revealing. And I will say my brother has his on and his top artist is Taylor Swift. And he he gets a lot of messages about that. Yeah. I'm funny where I purposely don't have mine synced because Mm. music is something to me that is just like so intimate. I don't know why. Like I don't just share with anybody what my favorite song is because I'm like, it just Mm. means so much to me. I don't want somebody else to like ruin that for me. I don't know. I'm weird about it that way, but yeah, I can appreciate like getting to know somebody based off the music they listen to. Yeah. And I mean, like if your Spotify (laughs) is absolutely unhinged, like probably don't sync it. Like if your top artist is like the Glee soundtrack or something, like maybe just (laughs) keep that to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's not probably going to get you any matches. I mean, maybe if that's the maybe. type of person you're looking for, exactly. you should add it. But, right? Yeah. Or if it's something you're embarrassed of, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's something cool like Taylor Swift, then shout <laughs> it from the rooftops. But I do think it's important to be honest, especially about things that could be deal breakers. And yes. a lot of these are kind of answered by like, the little icons like it's Mm -hmm. not even like you have to awkwardly bring it up in a conversation but like do you smoke what's your vaccination status do you Mm -hmm. have kids like these kind of things that you're gonna if you eventually start dating a person you're gonna have to reveal it pretty early because it's pretty obvious Mm -hmm. and you don't want to like waste your own time or waste anyone else's time by trying to hide it yeah and also like hinges algorithm is based off of that like they yeah like you're most compatible or whatever like they take your answers to all those things and then find Mm -hmm. somebody who has answered them similarly and then you know boom you're most compatible for each other so if you're lying about those things you're not setting yourself up for success for you know hinges algorithm to like properly match like show you people that would be Mm -hmm. a good match for you it's funny though you, you say this because Smoking pot, for instance, or smoking mm-hmm. weed, that's one thing where I'm like, I don't do it. Yeah. I don't think I want like my future boyfriend to either, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent. So I didn't yeah. answer it for the longest time. And then I was like, but I noticed that people that were like, yes, like smoke weed all the time, I wouldn't yeah. match with them. So I was like, I'm just going to go back and change that to like, no, I don't smoke weed. And I feel yeah. like, I don't know, ever since I did that, going back to what I was just saying, I feel like I'm not seeing as many people that were mm. like into that before. So I'm like, maybe it did help with that. But also, why was that something I didn't put on my own profile? I don't know. It yeah. was just a weird thing. And I also feel like you don't want to answer things honestly if you feel like there's a chance people will judge you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Smoking weed might be one where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't smoke weed, but I don't want to put that if that will mean yeah. people don't match with me. But like you said, that might not be a match you want anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Like, yeah. On the other hand, like you guys know how much I enjoy a good glass of wine. 
if somebody mm-hmm. writes on their profile that they never drink, I'm like, mm, we probably won't like yeah. hit it off because like, you know, yeah. some nights I just need a glass of wine and like other nights I need to get blackout drunk like <laughs> with my <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So just put all the information. Yeah. And put it honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's about compatibility and it's like exactly will you be compatible if they're an alcoholic so they are sober now yeah and maybe that doesn't match up with your lifestyle and then Mm -hmm. it's like you might as well be honest with it up front instead of like figuring it out down the line you know yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah I think I think those are great profile like tips I also think like if you haven't updated your profile in a while I'm sitting in that boat Mm. right now like I had that slice of pizza probably like two summers ago when court (laughs) lockdown first happened so I'm like I'm gonna update my pictures and Mm. I have this as a fun Galentine's Day idea coming on the Instagram later this week but little shout out if you're like just you know, having your single friends over for a Galentine's, do a photo shoot, you know, like all of you get dating pics or dating profile pictures and just like take photos of each other, get that group shot in, you know, do all your makeup and just have a photo shoot and get your pictures updated. I thought you were going to suggest something where you like cast your phone to a TV and like you would swipe through it as a group and be like, what do we think of this guy? Mm. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. That's a lot. That's not quite where I was going. (laughs) Yeah. I thought before you started, I thought you were going to be like where you all share, like when you're with your friends, like everybody assess each other's dating profiles and see what could Mm -hmm. use improvement. That could be another good fun activity. (laughs) Yeah. I, my problem is like in preparation for this episode, I went through some of the dating profiles of the people in my life and Mm -hmm. I was just like, you guys are so funny. Like, yeah. I'm too positive, I think. Yeah. And it's also hard when you know somebody to like put that aside and be like, okay, I'm pretending I don't know anything about you just off your dating profile. Like it's hard. And that's why dating apps are hard because it's impossible to like know somebody based off a profile. So you match with them and then, you know, you have some small chat, but even through that, it could be really hard to get to know somebody and till you like actually meet up in person and see their mannerisms and like understand their sense of humor because you like hear how they say things and their tone of voice and things like that. Like it is extremely difficult. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. However, friends keep going because it could be extremely rewarding and I feel like it is discouraging to be like, you know, you have to go on so many bad dates just for like one good date or like mm-hmm. you have to go on so many dates with so many people just to find your one person. But like my oldest sister met her boyfriend on a dating app and like yeah. they just bought a house together. Like these things do work. One of my like best friends, she now lives with her boyfriend. They met on mm-hmm. a dating app. Like this is a normal way to meet people. So this yeah. is another thing I actually wanted to bring up is also don't feel any shame in being no. on a dating app. I don't yeah. think people feel shame around it anymore like they used to but I don't know just yeah just don't because this is the way of the world these days yeah I went to a wedding this summer and the bride and groom met on Bumble yeah that's amazing it's coming true 
Yes. Fairy tales. That yeah. Happening. 100%. Okay, Tag. So say we are texting some boys and mm-hmm. we're like, okay, what are some green flags to look out for? What would you say? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the number one thing is having just like a natural conversation. And what I mean by that is like, you will probably still be nervous or you'll probably still be like trying to impress them, have butterflies, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But -hmm. you should still be able to have like an open and honest conversation, Mm -hmm. feel safe, trust them. Don't worry about them judging you, that kind of thing. Because I truly believe that a lot of the best relationships, the base of them is a friendship and an understanding and then Mm -hmm. you kind of build your romantic feelings on top of that so it's like you have to talk to them like a friend yes I love that and I think anytime we have dating or relationship episodes we talk about how important communication is and I really think you know like you said if you're just having like conversation that flows the first time you're talking to this person, like, I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a really great base of communication and shows, you know, like we can communicate and it's very natural to do that. And then once you have that kind of good communication going, it's easy to just like build off of that. So yeah, of course that leads to trust because you know what they're thinking and how they're feeling because they feel comfortable communicating that to you. And I think especially in the world of dating apps, it's so hard to trust people because you know they could be talking to anybody they could be out with anybody at any time when they're not with you because there's just so many options out there so I feel like it's hard to find trust but by being you know open and honest with them communicating your feelings and where you're at I think it goes both ways but yeah once you find that like definitely a dating green flag yeah and finding someone who's not playing games, not trying to ghost yes. you. Yes. Like is actually trying to communicate with you. Yes. And I think the ghosting thing and communication is the biggest thing. Like yeah, yeah. if you're not into it, I think you owe that person like a little explanation. You don't need to be like make up a story. You don't need to like get into yeah. the nitty gritty like details of what you're thinking and how you're feeling. But just like, you know, let them go and like communicate yeah. that in a respectful way. Don't just like ghost them and yeah, mm-hmm. things like that, which I feel we could have a whole other episode on, but yeah, communication Definitely. number one at the top of the list. I love it. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to mention as a green flag is when you're getting to know, know them, if they have similar goals to you mm-hmm. and this could be things like where they want to live, how much, time they want to spend a week working if they want kids how they see their significant other fitting into their relationship because those Mm -hmm. are the things that end up being deal breakers down the line so it's like if you're talking to someone you're like this guy's great but he's like I don't want to be monogamous and I don't believe in marriage and I want to be a nomad who travels the world and you're like that doesn't allow send him my way no I'm kidding So then it's like, that's a pretty clear indication that those are probably going to be problems you will run into. 
down below. Yeah. Yeah. We asked you guys on Instagram what your dating green flags are and we got some mm-hmm. responses and somebody said you feel comfortable discussing money, job, retirement and relationship goals from the start. And yeah. I think that's it totally. Like especially like money or like your job or yeah. things like that. Like those are often like non-negotiables to people like how you and they can be like you said those deal breakers and things you fight about maybe not like in the first even five years of your relationship but like 25 years down the line you know so definitely addressing them up front can save you a lot of grief in the future Mm -hmm. definitely yeah I think one of my biggest dating green flags is just that they're respectful and I feel like there's so many like that's so broad and maybe is obvious, but I feel like there's just so many things that can show respect in like Mm -hmm. a not huge grand gesture kind of thing. But just like somebody, for instance, going back to the ghosting thing. And I feel this kind of goes back to last week's episode tag when you were like, when people are late, it drives you insane. And I was like, I view it as a disrespect thing. If people like ghost me, I'm like, you don't respect me enough to just like tell me like, again, Mm -hmm. that seems disrespectful. So I don't know if they can respect me, if they respect other people, like when I'm with them, if it's respecting the waiter or a store associate, if you're going into a store together, strangers on the subway, like whatever, how they interact with other people out of respect. Like, I think that's great. And another big thing is respecting boundaries. So this could be Mm -hmm. like your boundaries on texting, like as easy as that to like other stuff, like boundaries around sex and whatnot. Like all of these Mm -hmm. things will again, are kind of non-negotiables probably to you. So you want to make sure they're respecting your boundaries. Somebody on Instagram had a really great point about respect, which is you can have respectful discussions about opposing views. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big thing. I feel like growing up in my family, I'm like born to like (laughs) embody this in a relationship. But I feel Mm -hmm. like that's such a big thing too. Of course, things that aren't deal breakers, but just it's okay to view some things differently, but you need to like have common ground that you respect. Like what's the saying? You can agree to disagree respectfully kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like there are so many people and like I've even dealt with this as like with friends where there are just certain people who are wired that they cannot take you disagreeing and mm-hmm. move on from there yeah. and it's like that's kind of like the basis of your entire relationship like you're two separate mm-hmm. people there are always going to be things that you you know one person likes the other dislikes you disagree on totally and so it's like how you handle that conflict says yeah. a lot about the person totally and I think especially when it comes to like I don't know, like some bigger views, I guess, like some of those things are like deep rooted in how you were brought up and stuff. You know, it's not just an easy, like persuasive, like change. Like it's not something you can just like change your mind about over a night having like a glass of wine and a discussion. You know what I mean? So yeah, I thought that was a really good one, especially in the whole like respectfully disagree. Love that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, and we've talked about in like previous dating episodes too if someone's disagreeing with you on something that is a deal breaker to you like Mm -hmm. that's a clue at least you you know now yeah yeah exactly and don't be one of the people who thinks that they can change someone 
no. if it is like a deep rooted belief to them because you're just setting yourself up for heartbreak. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Another huge green flag for me is eye contact and body language, which shows they're listening. You guys know me. I talk a lot, okay? <laughs> if somebody's showing that they're actually listening to what I'm saying, and better yet, if they notice and remember things I said or like little things I do or something like that, I'm immediately hot and bothered. No, I'm just kidding. But it's like a huge <laughs> dating green flag for me to be like, yeah, oh, you remembered or like, oh, you were listening, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that yeah. is kind of linked to the respect thing also. Like it's them showing yeah. that they like respect you, <laughs> yes. your thoughts, your time. Probably These are realistically all related to respect, but just throwing that yeah. out there. That's true. I feel like I'm like a big like respect police right now where I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) this is like the second episode where I'm like, people need to respect me. (laughs) Yeah. But it's true. It's true. Everybody needs to respect you 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Another big green flag for me is when they suggest a day or time for your date. And this is, you know, not just like a, we should hang out sometime. This is like, what are you doing Thursday night? And Mm -hmm. big bonus points if they plan what to do or where to go. Yeah. Especially on dating apps. This can, in my experience, this can sometimes be the hardest part is like actually committing to a day to going out and meeting up and then not canceling last minute, not, you know, changing plans or like changing the date last minute and also just like coming up with what to do like yeah let's grab dinner like can we do something a little bit more fun like where we actually can get to know each other without making awkward Mm -hmm. conversation like you know yeah yeah so that's a big green flag yeah I think another one is if they are their own person and this kind of reads to me also as like they are a grown up. They, mm-hmm. you know, have their own, say, car or they have their own apartment. They yeah. have a job. If, you know, they're going to school, what their hobbies are. Mm-hmm. And also that they want you to kind of have your own life. They're not looking totally. for someone to be their mom or their babysitter or, you know, someone who has to spend every waking minute with them. Yes, 100%. I was just watching Friends, of course I was, and honestly, guys, I'm going to throw this back to Ross and Rachel for a second, but (laughs) Ross's character, just a general statement, I go back and forth with Ross. He is often my least favorite character just because his character didn't age well. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, yeah. like, I don't know. There's things about him where I'm like, as like a strong, powerful female in 2022 yeah you are everything I hate about like you know yes a man from the 90s and the perfect example of this is like right before Ross and Rachel go on a break Rachel's explaining to Ross how she loves how her job is the only thing she has or the first time in her life she has something going for her you know outside Mm -hmm. of their relationship and like something she's passionate about something that she loves and something that is just hers and she explains this to him and she's like don't like can you understand that and he's like yes of course I understand then he hugs or she's or no she says is that okay and he's like yes and then he hugs her and then he like mouse and like shakes his head like no that's not okay and I'm like 
Ross, this is toxic. Like, she's literally just excited about her job. Let her have that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry. There's my friend's rant, but I think (laughs) all of that just supports. Yes, they have their own life going. They let you have your own life going. And, of course, you can build, like, a life together too, but you guys aren't dependent on each other. Yeah. I think that's key. 100%. Yeah. I already explained how important humor is to me and how it's something I value just like having fun, you know, in mm-hmm. my day to day. So of course I would value that in a relationship as well. So my next mm-hmm. dating green flag is somebody who makes me feel comfortable being silly, having fun, or they make me laugh. So somebody who understands my humor, you know, I'm somebody who kind of like especially like in like flirty ways, like I'll make fun of somebody or mm-hmm. maybe it's cliche when I like like where they like teasingly make fun of me in like a lighthearted mm-hmm. way. So I like that. And I think that's yeah. a dating green flag for me. Yeah. Another suggestion we got on Instagram was when they read a book you recommend. And this kind of yes. goes back to like the whole listening piece, like they're listening to what you're saying and they're interested in you and your life. So that's, you know, reading a book you recommend, listening to a band you said you liked, watching a movie you suggested. Major green flag, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that happen. Probably because I'm not a huge reader, so I don't know how many book recs I've given out in my day. But <laughs> maybe, no, I don't know. Maybe like songs or like artists yeah. or whatever. But like going back to that, even that I'm not often like flaunting it because I'm like, no. I don't want to share this with them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, it does have the potential weird? to ruin it. If you're exactly. like, this is my favorite song and that's your song and then it doesn't work out. But yeah, I think if it's just like, I don't know, something that's not like your favorite book or your yeah. favorite song. Like if they're like, I'd love to listen to more of X type of music that you like. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you should check out this band. Yeah. Or if it comes, like, I think books too, like, easily come up in conversation where I think, yeah, like you said, if they just, like, took note, or I guess this is, like, yeah, you're, like, it comes up in conversation, you're, like, totally, you should check it out sometime, and they do, I could see that, yeah, Yeah. being, like, a big dating green flag. Even if it's, like, they ask you the question, like, what TV show are you watching right now? Or Yeah, true. Maybe that's a big commitment to watch a TV show. But, like, <laughs> are you a reader? What are you reading right now? And you can say, like, oh, I'm rereading The Lord of the Rings because it's my favorite yeah. series. And they'll be like, I haven't read it. I should get it from the library and check it out. And then the next time you talk, they're like, so I got that book out of the library. Like, that shows some commitment. Yeah. yeah Especially 100%. if they read the whole book. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's good. That's my next like goal. Yeah. My next goal is to like (laughs) recommend a book to somebody and have to get the Toronto men reading. (laughs) Yeah. Just to educate them. (laughs) Yes. 100%. The last dating green flag is that they are close with their friends and family and they feel comfortable Mm -hmm. bringing you around them. So going back to this whole friends on the dating profile, maybe that is something that is good just because it like is a green flag that, you know, they are close with friends and families. They're having relationships with people like they're, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they know how to do that with them. Surely they can be like a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever too. But I think that's a yeah. green flag. It shows that yeah. they th- 
they're serious about you. Like, yeah, you brought up friends. I'll bring up sex in the city. But literally Carrie and Mr. Big break up in season one because he won't introduce her to his mom. Exactly. And she's like, well, why won't you do that? And he's like, well, because I don't want to like I can't introduce her to every girlfriend I have. And that's like, yeah, red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Big is just a giant rip trash. that's unrelated yeah. <laughs> yeah him and ross they should just gtfo and then yeah. we'll be good to go <laughs> they can start a club of bad 90s men yeah oh man if only we could just like group red flags together you know what i mean be yeah. like you're a red flag yeah. you go over there you're a red flag you go over there yeah. yeah but i also wanted to say like especially in the friends and family piece like friends and family is something I really value. So of course that's a green flag to me. And kind of when we're going through the green flags, even humor, I was like, this is a green flag for me because this is what I value. Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. if these green flags didn't like resonate with you, just think of things you value. And like, of course you're going to want to see those values in your potential like partner as well. You know what I mean? And I feel like you can kind of shape green flags or like whatever around that. Too. Yeah. 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 Or you th- can think about what would be red flags or turnoffs for you. And that's like, mm-hmm. okay, so what's the opposite? Yeah. It's like True. a red flag is he's really controlling. So what's the opposite? He gives me my own space. That's yeah. your green flag. Love that. Yes. Yeah. So good. This is getting me hyped to like <laughs> I know. I wish I wish I could just swipe on dating apps just to judge people. I don't want to talk to people. I just want to be like, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. This is a thing. And like I was saying, like the dating app is a hustle because in my opinion, going on the date is the easiest part. It is mm-hmm. the conversation leading up to the date. That yes. sucks. Like the matching, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. The conversation and small talk, that sucks. The conversation yeah. between dates, that sucks because that's when the games come into place. Like, oh, I can't text yeah. her too soon. Oh, I don't want to get too yeah. serious because I'm, you know, still seeing other people, whatever. Like the actual date to me is easy, but hopefully mm. we gave you some tips on everything that I just mentioned as the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we've got lots of tips in here. And like we said, we have a couple other episodes on dating that Mm -hmm. we can share. So maybe like you found someone on a dating app and you're a little bit further in the process. Like you can take a listen to those for our tips. But Mm -hmm. that is where we're going to leave it for this episode. So thank you so much for listening. As Sadie mentioned, we are on all the social platforms pretty much our handle is at our golden twenties. Our main one that we use is Instagram and that's when we'll be posting like some more details and some of the stuff we talked about today. So definitely be sure to follow us there, but we also have a TikTok, a Spotify, a Pinterest, and we also have a Patreon, which is your best way to show your support for the podcast. And we put up the episodes early there. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. See you next Tuesday.